Well, here we are at the beginning of Holy Week, this wonderful focused time when we really get into the last days of Jesus with his disciples on Monday, Thursday, deserted by his disciples on Good Friday, and then rising again on Easter Sunday. I can't help but encourage you uh, to be present in all of the, of the different parts of Holy Week. They're so unique and yet connected together as, well, as the greatest story ever told. I remember almost 10 years ago when my daughter was born, uh, they induced my wife on Monday, Thursday of all days. And so I missed Monday, Thursday worship, of course. I missed Good Friday as well. And my son and I made it to one of the Easter Sunday services that year. And I can tell you, Easter that year felt, even though there was the joy of my daughter's birth, it felt just really kind of empty without the other pieces in place. Well, we have on our first service coming up Monday, Thursday, and I'm so excited for the 10 young people that are receiving their first communion. Eight of the 10 of them are going to be there that night. And then we have another family who will be with us after some traveling. Uh, they'll be with us in a couple of weeks. But it's such a special night to see those young people who have been hearing about the mystery of this, of this wonderful story, uh, this, this meal of blessing that Jesus gave to his disciples and to us and to them. Those beautiful words of promise that say that this is given and shed for you and simply to be received and believed and trusted. Well, the, uh, that night is also a night. One of the mysteries of that night is, is what is Jesus doing with this cup that he holds up, this, this cup of blessing that we bless, as Paul says? Well, cups are an interesting kind of thing, kind of a mixed bag to a certain extent in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew Bible. There are, they are often a symbol of judgment or um, or punishment even that God is pouring out, sometimes upon others, sometimes upon God's people. And so the image of the cup is not always necessarily a positive one. And it's interesting as Jesus holds up this cup during the Last Supper, he talks about it in a couple of different ways. If you kind of take apart the sentence that we hear every week during Holy Communion, this is the new covenant in my blood. Now, covenant, that word is loaded with promise. We've been hearing about covenants from uh, the covenant promise to, to Noah and his family and all that who would come after them, even to the animals and the plants and the rocks and the trees, all of it. God gives this wonderful promise. The covenant with Abraham and Sarah, where God uh, alone kind of cuts that covenant, walks through those cut up animals and, and makes that covenant and says, you know, the promise will be on me. The accountability for that promise will be on me alone, says God. And we've had the covenant with David that that throne would be established forever. All of these wonderful stories of covenant, of God's promise, of God being faithful to God's people, even when we weren't so much. In fact, we even had the covenant at Sinai with the Ten Commandments. Well, when Jesus talks about a new covenant that is a word of promise. That is something that would get his disciples to sit up and take interest. But the second part of that sentence, sentence, the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people. 
This covenant indeed will be a promise, but it also comes with that sense of judgment, with that sense of, uh, of, of punishment almost, if you will, um, that comes from that cup being poured out as well. But it won't be our blood. It won't be the blood of an animal. It will be the blood of Jesus himself. That cup that is poured out, that cup of promise for us is such a beautiful thing. It reminds me of Isaiah 25 where that, that beautiful image of, of all nations gathering up on the mountain around God and God's presence and God's great joy and everyone there feasting uh, as, on as much as they want of, of meat and marrow and, and wine and the dregs of wine. And then, as if over in the corner, God is feasting on the shroud of death that has covered us forever. That beautiful imagery comes to us again in this, in this amazing and special and wonderful and joyous and mysterious meal. So as we come together on Monday, Thursday, and we come together with those young people and their families, and we come together as a community, let us remember again that we drink in a great promise at great cost to Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we give thanks that he poured out this covenant for us. Amen.